Hands up. My best friend, Eddie Sullivan, had a newspaper rolled and pointed at me like a gun. He was only 12, but over the summer he'd grown so much, he looked big enough to be in high school. No way, I called out. I grabbed the newspaper and tried to wrench it from him. My dog, Boots, started to bark, excited. He was a small, scruffy black mutt with paws as white as frost on the prairie. Surrender, you little commie, Eddie said, and I might let you live. I'm not a communist. Eddie pretended to shoot me with the newspaper. I fell down laughing. Stalin's dead. But the Soviet Union is not giving up. I'm not going to let you take over the world. We were standing on a mountain of newspapers. To our right, a glass bottle hill glowed brown and green in the sunlight. A bit farther on loomed a pile of tin cans, ten feet tall, with the labels burned off so that the metal sparkled like the silver on a sheriff's star. Eddie grabbed one of my shoes and started to pull. I was laughing so hard I could barely swat him away. Help, Boots! My dog jumped into the fray, nipping at Eddie's ankles. It was the day of our community paper drive, when everyone placed their old papers and magazines by the side of the road. Eddie and I had spent all morning following the collection truck, watching his father swing the piles onto the truck bed. After lunch, we followed the truck on our bikes to the scrapyard. The truck would be driven onto a big scale, and the homeowners association would receive a certain amount of money for every pound of paper that had been collected. While we were waiting for our turn on the scale, Eddie and I climbed onto our truck and started poking around. You dirty cum! Eddie's voice cracked so high he sounded like my little sister. He cleared his throat. You dirty commie, he said, his voice now deep like his father's. Boots sank his teeth into Eddie's shirt and pulled him away. But Eddie didn't let go of my shoe, which came off and I tumbled down the hill of papers. We were both laughing so hard it took me a moment to get my breath. Eddie was standing on top of the pile, holding the shoe over his head like a trophy. Boots was chasing him around in circles, barking. Victory! yelled Eddie. I was about to scramble up the pile and join back in the fight when a headline caught my eye. The war ends. Even though it was now September 13, 1953, finding an old newspaper wasn't so unusual. No, it was the masthead that intrigued me. The Daily Worker. Eddie, I called. Come quick. Eddie slid down the hill loose papers flying around him. What is it, Tommy? I held the paper out to him. The Daily Worker was a communist newspaper. I knew that from the movies, and I'd found a copy lying right beside my shoeless foot. A commie newspaper! Eddie's eyes were wide, his cheeks smudged with newsprint. Do you know what this means? I asked. What? There's a communist in Downer's Grove. That was the little town where we lived, just a commuter train ride from Chicago. Eddie gave me a look. Just think about it, I said. These papers all came from our neighborhood. That means one of our neighbors 
I paused and lowered my voice. Must be a communist. Eddie looked around, as if he expected to see a Soviet spy parachuting down from the sky. If a Russian caught you, he'd torture you until you agreed to spy on the United States. Sure, it was bad that there was a communist in town, but it was a little bit exciting, too. Like when you hear about a fire. You hope no one is hurt and you feel bad if they lost all their belongings. But there's something so thrilling about seeing that fire truck go by with all the bells ringing. This is like the time you convinced everyone the old shack by the pond was haunted and it turned out there were just raccoons inside, asked Eddie. No, I protested. This is proof. I waved the newspaper. Eddie's dad yelled at us to get off the truck then. Mr. Sullivan had come back from the war in Korea with a bad limp, but his arms were as thick as the strongman's at the circus. He always helped with a paper drive because no one could swing the stacks of paper onto the truck quite like him. I rolled up the paper I'd found and stuffed it into my back pocket. Eddie handed me my shoe, and I put it on. Hey, Tommy, Mr. Sullivan said. You want to come by and see the bomb shelter I built? Love to, I said, but I gotta get home to dinner. It's his birthday, Eddie volunteered. He's finally twelve like me. Well then, happy birthday. Tell your dad we should all go fishing again soon. Will do, I said, as I jumped on my bike and pedaled off.